views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The time for empty talk is over. Now arrives the hour of action. It's time for the John DePietro Show here on News Talk WNRI 1380 AM and 99.9 and 95.1 FM. He's a special kind of sentinel. Mr. DePietro, who is in the eye of the storm. Suddenly, John DePietro became the story. Radio talk show host John DePietro. And now the end is near, and so I face a real election. My friends, I'm kind of scared that I could lose. Nothing is certain. I've knocked on all your doors. Sometimes you'd hide when I was in your driveway. And more, much more than this, I did it Matty Yellow's way. Regrets, I've had a few. My friends who serve with bad intentions, I pushed that toll bill through and saw it through without much reflection. I planned each foolish course and stepped on toes my way or the highway and more much more than this I did it Matty Yellow's way yes there were times I'm sure you knew when I put bad legislation through and through it all when it canvas came out I blacked my ears and shut my mouth they didn't play ball but I stood tall and did it red yellow's way I've spent, I've crafted lies, my share of friends losing their districts. And now, as voters decide, my polls are down, can't believe I'm losing to think I did all that. And may I say, not in a shy way, oh no, oh no, not me, I did it Matty Yellow's way. For what is a man who has no luck? Big finish. I made the toes. And now I'm stuck to say the things he truly feels. I love this line. And not the words of backroom deals. The record shows I stepped on a few toes and did it that yellow's way. me 
my way or the highway. For it was Batty Yellow's way. All right, folks. A great, what a great song that is. Good morning, one and all. It is Juan. Good morning to everybody on Facebook Live. Bear with me as we're trying to adjust the uh, angle a little bit. Good morning, Judy Fiore. There's our friend. Hi there, Chris Moran, and a lot more. You know, we're doing a different angle with Facebook Live, and it's it's not the typical angle that we use. And I'm going to do a demonstration. See how now it doesn't, the magnets and everything don't work out that way. But I was so tired yesterday with a Facebook Live kept cutting out. That I figured, one, I, we got to do something different here. Good morning, Bob Fitz. There he is. That, thank you very much, uh, my friend Dennis Warburn. Good morning, Lawrence. So we'll go with the screen where I can see everything just like this. It's not the typical angle that we use, but I'll adjust it as we go along. But I couldn't stand yesterday how it was cutting out. And I love, look at the numbers climb with the Facebook Live. Good morning, John Brasco. Look at this. Higher, higher. It's like an auction. This, Christine. I was hoping a prayer of Frias would have won the time. I know, so disappointing. Well, folks, good morning. It is it is Juan. We have a great program on this Friday. And where I'm at a huge advantage here is with the uh, members, other members of the media choose to ignore the Mattiello situation. TGIF is exactly right. There's Nicole. Um, and that's why when we have a situation like this, look at those Facebook Live numbers climb. Holy cow. 55 right now currently. Good morning, one and all. Hopefully we'll keep the feed going. Good morning, Donna O'Neill. Remember, folks, share it, and then more people will watch it from there. There's Matt and so forth. But this portion of the program, as we kick things off, you know, I do kind of like this angle a little bit where I can see all the comments and angles. Uh, excuse me, comments and uh, different people responding. But the biggest thing is the Facebook Live, it drives me nuts. Good morning, Robert Kortachi, the way it cuts out. So, but we have big news. Now, I almost did, but let me, let me just get to um, the business this hand. This portion of the program, there's my friend Nick. Good morning, Nick. Boy, we got to get you back in office. The kettle bandwagon's going to ride again. Look at that. Higher, we hit 60. That's exactly right. And then, never mind. You know what's amazing about Facebook Live is so many people go back and then watch it later. Like, the numbers when we finish at 2 p.m., then the next day, they were, like, way higher. Half of the audience, or at least a third. I don't know about half. Let's not get crazy, Juan. But a, a huge number of it, um, people go and then watch it. Going up and up. That's exactly right. Good morning, Jeff. Let's do thumbs up, everyone. Thank you, Commissioner Petro. I'll take that. Commissioner Juan, this portion of the program, let's do all the thumbs up, folks. You're enjoying Facebook Live. Let's see if we get to hit 70. Now, if you share it, you're exactly right someday. Uh, good morning, Lisa. If, we, if you share that you're watching, the number will climb even higher. It's like an auction, as I said. Good morning, Rob Bennett, West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340, 272, that's right, 272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. It's uh, Kenny, it's Patricia. They have a new employee, by the way. I met her yesterday. Let me, um, hold on, I want to make sure I pronounce her name correctly. Uh, hey, Walter Miller found his dog, so we're really celebrating uh, this morning. Kaylee Campagnoni. That's right. Kaylee Campagnoni uh, is now working at West Fountain Auto Body. That's exactly right. So uh, whether it's Kenny, Patricia, folks, remember, if you're in an accident, call. The Dow is over 29,000. Thank you, President Trump. Call West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340, 272-3340 for West Fountain Auto Body. The angle is still not exactly the way I want it, but we're going we're gonna to roll with it for right now. We are. I'll, I'll, I'll adjust it. I'll get this thing going. I wonder if I switched it over there and then came at myself that way. We'll play with it a little bit. That could actually work. All right. But anyhow, let's get to the matter at hand. Uh, and the fact is uh, there is a big scandal brewing right now. You know, folks, this is a time where, by the way, phone lines are open. 766-1380. 766-1380. Thank you. Thank you very much, Al. Maybe I will do that, but I'll do it another time. God, I get so distracted with the Facebook Live stuff. Isn't it ridiculous, folks? It's totally ridiculous, I know. But I do get distracted by it. But nonetheless, let's continue with this program if we can. Well, the Providence Journal is in on the story with Maddie Yellow. Channel 12, Tim White, they broke it. And I do have some information now. Visit the website to Petro.com. I believe over the weekend, I am waiting for a little more information. 
you have to be somewhat careful when you go after the most powerful person in the state. <clears throat> but what you need to know is, and I, I am so mad at that Patricia Morgan for distorting the issue regarding the uh, an, an audit. That is not the point. Convention Center hit with audit. What this has to do, and, and I also want to, I want to be clear on a couple things. Now, I feel badly for one of the individuals who is out on leave because there are two different people, and I'm not trying to ruin her life or disturb her life or anything like that. That's not what this is about. This is about Mattiello and Montanaro, the goon, goons are us, acting as thugs and using the power of their office in an extortion-type way. Good morning, Shantan. In an extortion-type way in order to get what they want to achieve. So maybe you heard, and, and there's all this distortion going about the Rhode Island Convention Center and everything else. That, that is not the point. The fact that it's a quasi-public agency, and I've heard Matty Yellow saying, hey, you know, if they didn't do anything wrong, then they shouldn't have anything to worry about. We have a right to do an audit. Again, that, that is irrelevant, and no one is going to argue with that type of, of talking point. We're talking about, this is not about that. This is about the fact that he has his friend there, this guy Jim Demers, and retired trooper. And I, by the way, I am also so, so sick of these retired troopers getting all these jobs. What, no one else can get a job? Now, I understand why, and then they, you know, they're forced out or they retire, whatever the hell they have to, in 25 years and so forth. But I, I'm just, you know, they're already getting pensions. Why do they have to then get so many of them flooded into RIPTA? And now this, you know, Demers gets placed there by uh, John Harwood. Because then they, they, see, then they use them. You know, Harwood, he, he always, like, they always like to get the former troopers' jobs because then they either they use them for security or then they call in a favor. And it's, it's always like a, a game to give people's jobs because then you can always come back and, and uh, call on that. But the Providence Journal has the story this morning. As two workers at the Rhode Island Convention Center, included the friend, House Speaker Nick Mattiello, now, Mattiello did an interview earlier this morning, and I, again, I, I understand everyone has their own style. I thought he was given a free pass. Uh, it is not about an audit. It is not about the convention center. It is about this guy, Jim Demers. This guy is a bad guy. A lot of information, I believe, could come out. Uh, he's a dangerous individual. He is thick as thieves with Mattiello. And so you have two people. Basically, who have been suspended. This Amanda Marzula Wilmoth, I don't know her. Uh, I feel bad that she's kind of dragged into this whole thing. But because of her, the nature of her relationship with Demers, and it's not about that. I am not trying to embarrass anybody. And that becomes really just a personnel issue. And then you can kind of fill in the blanks on your own. And we'll get into some of that. And over time, and there is information, what I'm saying is watch 68, we're two away from 70. Watch 69, we're two. Watch DePetro.com over the next couple of days. I am waiting on some documents. This guy Demers doesn't belong there. If, if I wanted to, this thing gets really into like a soap opera. Hola, Ryan. 71, here we go. All right. Maybe I will do this angle for crying out loud. But anyhow, I'm not going to get into some of the things that were going on allegedly at the convention center authority so you have two adults on the payroll he's the head of security former trooper but from what we understand there is uh it's it's a it's a very delicate situation to say the least one thing that without question is the information that i have seen is that this guy demurs has no business being employed at the Rhode Island Convention Center as a security director. The convention center in the group that runs it, this ASM Global, based on the information that I have seen and heard, he, they have every right to get rid of this guy and terminate him. And instead, what this comes down to is, you know, his, the whole nature of this demurs is you can't touch me because I'm buddies with Nicky Mattiello, you know, the Cavone crew again. You know, I remember at high school, the Cranston West Guidos, and they were always, I mean, I, I hung around and knew a lot of kids from Cranston East. West was always, 
the Guidos, right? The Carvones. That's Mattiolo Montanaro. And Demers falls in there some way. Still wearing their gold chains. Guys, time to grow up. You know, John Travolta, Tony Monero, and uh, Vinny Barbarino have left the building. May want to put the gold chains away in the drawer. Remember there was the photo of Mattiello still wears a gold chain. He's still like uh, John Travolta in Sunday Night Fever, right? Getting dressed and putting the gold chain on at night. Doing, you know, don't touch the hair and the whole thing. But my point is, Demers walks around like, you can't touch me, right? Because I'm friends with Nikki. And what do they do? You know, the nerve of these guys, how they tried to get this bum Demers son onto the state police. Thank God that trooper Mike Casey stopped it. Vinny Bag of Donuts, that's right. Thank God they stopped it. That guy, Garrett Demers. I don't know the kid, other than he's the son of, uh, of uh, Jim Demers. Sounds like a real punk. 25 interactions with police. I was talking to a cop yesterday we got off the air. Said, it's just walking trouble. Like, literally, when I say interactions, that means many times people are, they interact with the police, but they're, they're not arrested, Right. But they take their name down, and there's a trouble, and they go in an incident report, and maybe somebody does press charges and that type of thing. 25 different times interactions with law enforcement. Uh, and that, that's basically, from what I understand, this police officer was telling me, like, every weekend, the Demers kid was, you know, Christine said he reminds me of a mobster. That's his role model. Matty Yellow. I'm glad you said that, Christine. Matty Yellow, he, he is. They act like gangsters. He's Gotti, right? And Montanaro is Sammy the Bull. And, and Montanaro, these guys are so greedy. Now, before I get back into the convention center situation, and they had every right from what I've heard and documents I've seen, and I believe in the next week I will produce documents that show exactly why they had to get rid of this Jim Demers. I have a few now. But I'm waiting. I, I'm very confident I can get my hands on even more documents that will show a pattern here where this individual needs to be removed. Or they were right to remove him is what I'm saying. But several things. Number one, make no mistake about it. The audit at the convention center. Here's what you need to know. Folks, this is extortion. And on top of that, you know, this AS, ASM Global, they're the, they're the day-to-day operations of the convention center. Los Angeles-based management company. Under contract with the Convention Center Authority. You, you can't shake down a private company. Now, I, thank God. Knock on wood. I've never been audited. Anyone that's ever been audited tax-wise. Is that a pleasant thing to go through? No, it is not. Good morning, Jody. But here's what you need to know. Is Matty Yellow laid the gauntlet down. That if anything happens to Demers, his buddy. If anything happens... The message he sent over to the convention center is, quote, I will put an enema up your behind, up your ASS. Meaning, you touch Demers, we're going to cause hell for you. And that's exactly what happened. Came down December 17th is when this whole thing started to explode. When they realized they could not keep this clown at the convention center. But then Mattiello again, he and Montanaro go into run interference. The, the Mattiello crime family right now. And by the way, I did hear the Mattiello interview earlier. Demers should have been asked. His name should have been brought up. It was not. Um, and and, and I, I, I say this because I am friendly with Gene Velicente and I respect Gene Velicente. And I understand, you know, Gene's whole thing is he doesn't push to the mat. That's fine. He does get access to all these people that I totally respect that and get that. Totally get that. Good morning, Jim. But what you need to know is how do you not say, you know, let, let's look at the pattern here. This goes beyond just Jim Demers is not only friendly with Mattiello. Mattiello with Demers was trying to get the son onto the state police. Of course, thank God, Trooper Mike Casey stopped it. Then they started to try to intimidate Casey, change your report on this Garrett Demers. Listen, everyone's not made out for law enforcement. And someone that basically is fighting with police every, like, that's their hobby on the weekends. That's right, it is a no I guy state. Should not have a badge and a gun. Thank God that was stopped. But look at just the audacity of this crowd. 
how they continue to want to push it forward. But what should be asked is, not only are they friendly, Mattiello then hired the guy's son. Garrett Demers, part-time job making $45,000 a year at the State House. That's wrong. There are plenty of people that could use that job, that are worthy of that job, not that kid. And by the way, that package is worth even more because then you, you go into health care costs and pension and everything else. So you have someone who's unfit to be uh, on the state police, arrested all these different times, constant fighting and interaction with police. And then what do you do? Because you're friendly with the old man, they give him a part-time job paying 45 grand at the Den of Thieves on Smith Street. That's wrong. But make no mistake about it. Mattiello was very clear. If anything happens to Jim Demers, I'm going to put an enema up your behind. They said, too bad. We can't keep this guy. He's a bad guy. Put him out. They want to terminate him. And what does Mattiello do? Boom. The Monday before uh, Christmas, he and Montanaro send over, oh, now we want to audit the whole thing. And I'm so mad at that, Patricia Morgan. Back in 2015, I was sending out press releases. Yeah, and nothing happened. Patricia Morgan's like Uncle Billy from Wonderful Life, walking around with the string on the finger. Oh, that's all because of me. It's not, will you shut up and get off the stage? You're back, Trillo. You decided to do it. has nothing to do with it. This is all retribution. This is extortion. This is gangster style. What do you think this company, ASM Global in Los Angeles, thinks of Mattiello and Montanaro? Who, by the way, folks, the real thing to watch, and good morning, it's John DePietro. Thank you, Chris. There's a lot more info coming on this whole thing. We're just going to move very delicately. But this guy demurs. He, he doesn't belong there. The guy is toxic. He's bad news. Mattiello is bad news. The thing to really watch here, and it's very clear, and I have been saying this, and it is about time. By the way, Tim White broke this story. So I give Tim White tremendous credit. Thank you, Donna. And at least the journal's picking up on it. And the journal had some new information on this whole thing. And I'm glad that people like Dennis Hoyle, I don't blame him, the Auditor General, hey, they told me, Montanaro and uh, Mattiolo told me to audit the place. So there's, there's nothing wrong with the finances. It's nothing about that. This is not about should we audit a quasi-agency. This is about retribution. That's what it's about. It's extortion. And, you know, I, I am I was speaking with some people last night, folks, and Attorney General Peter Narona, I'm telling you, we, we are on the verge of it. It is it is like it is lawlessness around here. Good morning, Karen. It is lawlessness. There are people that have information. I'll tell you how things are broken right now. Things are so broken right now on this day, Friday, January 17th. There are people that have information and they are fearful to go to the attorney general for fear that then there's going to be retribution for them coming forward. Thank you, Bob. There are people that have information of wrongdoing and they won't go to the state police because they don't trust the individuals at the state police. We, we have entered banana republic style government, right? That, that's, I, you know, I don't care what anyone said. That's where we're at. There is a major problem. Nerona must bring down the hammer on this whole thing. They let Brett Smiley go. Do you, do you see the pattern here? I mean, think of, you hear about some of these third world countries, right? Guatemala, Haiti, where if you go into the chief of police and say, hey, you know, that lieutenant, that cop, he's taking bribes and shaking people down. They don't go after the lieutenant cop. They go after you for ratting on the lieutenant cop. That's where we're at. So I know right now members of the state police are listening. And I like, by the way, we've had him on the program. I have a lot of respect for Manny. I do. And he has a chance to make a difference here. And I do know the Attorney General, Peter Narona. I've known him for several years, and I have a lot of respect for him. I am telling them right now that this is, we're at a breaking point. Because when you reach the point where people are fearful of going to the Attorney General and the state police for fear that there's going to be retribution on them, you have a major problem on your hands. You have lawlessness. In the corporate world, you have whistleblower status. And that's really how our government should work, right? And I'm not talking about the situation with Trump in Washington. I'm not talking about that. Hey, listen, I've been a whistleblower. I have been. Where I used to work. 
thievery beyond belief. Someday we'll tell that story. People should have gone to jail. Thousands stolen. And nothing was done. Station a record down the dial. Thousands. Total thievery. Nothing was done. Pattern of behavior. Everyone else chooses to look the other way. But anyhow, let's just stay focused on this. What you need to know about Mattiello and Montanaro is those guys, they see dollar signs, they see big dollar signs. And where do they see it? Marijuana, the growing operation. They are ready to cash out and cash out big. Folks, when you want to talk about corruption, I've never seen the type of corruption being set up is how they're trying to get ready to cash in on the marijuana grow operation. Now, Raimondo knows that to her credit. And I don't believe, you know, I disagree with Governor Gina Raimondo on most things. I don't believe that she's a thief or a crook. I know she hates Mattiello. And she wants to get rid of him in the worst way. And one of the biggest failures of her as a governor is she couldn't get rid of him. And they had a chance in 2016 to knock him out of the box, and they should have. I will take any other speaker over Mattiello. I know he talks a good game and blah, blah, blah. And so many people in the past have said, you know, he's the holds against the progressives. I'm telling you, there's nothing worse. They were trying to shake down the Paw Sox, and now their big payout is marijuana grow operation. That's why Raimondo is saying, let's do a lottery. Let's do a lottery to see who gets these contracts. Do you think they like that? Do you know, right now, and, and uh, the journal did a story, and certain people have exposed some of this. There are people that are investing millions in grow operations because they expect that they're going to get one of the licenses to be authorized with the marijuana grow. Millions. Why would you be investing that if it's not a sure thing whether or not you're going to get the license? The answer is you wouldn't. But the fact they're doing it shows just how corrupt the process is. Now, we saw and we've watched what took place right over the Braga Bridge in Fall River with that mayor, that corrupt mayor, Korea, Jazzle Korea, demanding all that money and making all that money. And we also know that the FBI have put out provisions that the marijuana grow operations, the introduction of marijuana into the states and governments, unbelievable ripe for corruption. And make no mistake about it, center stage is the Speaker's office. They seek hidden partners. They have somebody in there that's kind of like a front guy. They have secret partners. And it's all about the money for growing. Good morning, Melissa. Great pictures at Cinderella. All about the money, the grow operation. That's what it's all about. You know, if Peter Narona and the state police, I, I think we are at the point, and I don't say this lightly, I think we're at the point, there'd be no shame in calling in the FBI and signaling the operation and the investigation is too big for the local authorities to handle. I really, there's nothing wrong with that. There should be nothing embarrassing about that. This is sophisticated. It's high level. There's millions at stake. The corruption is beyond mind-blowing. Why would Frank Montanaro be investing millions into something that's not decided yet unless he was convinced that he had the inside track on getting one of those licenses? Why would you do that? You wouldn't do that. Period. It's all there. That's Ramundo knows. She's not a total idiot, but she knows. That's why she said, let's put it to a lottery. Do you think those guys want a lottery? A lottery? There's no way they want a lottery. Nope, Chris, it's not a matter of that. There is a trust factor that's missing here. There's a trust factor that is missing. I, I've never seen it this bad statewide. I've seen it bad. Uh, during the Cianci reign in Providence, people were afraid to go to the Providence police. That's a fact, because Barney Prignano, the chief of police, was the most corrupt. And if you ever went into Prignano and said, I know about this and this and this, he'd pick up the phone and call City Hall, just like out of a movie. But the problem for Colonel Manny and the state police and Pina Narona is people do not trust
the attorney general. You know, Kilmartin did a lot of damage because he was such a stooge and looked the other way. But the marijuana grow operation, this is another level. We're not talking, you know, North Providence, 10000 20000 in a cash bag. You're talking millions at stake. And the corruption is, is already in motion. Boy, I'd really like to see what these guys are going to do if somehow the licenses are handed out and then they're not on the list to get a grow license. Because then now they're really up the creek. Now, you've already seen with Mattiello. See, when you're Mattiello and you operate the way he does as a goon and a gangster and a thug, you can't allow. See, a lot, so much of what they do is you, you, you send a message. You make it very clear. If they allow, if he allows the convention center to put his buddy, Jim Demers, get rid of him and fire him, he starts to feel, it's like that scene in On the Waterfront where Johnny Friendly says, pretty, pretty soon I'm just another fella around here. I mean, that's, that's what Matty Yellow is, right? Pretty soon I'm just another fella around here. You think I can do that? They, they send a message. What happened in Goodfellas? Why was Pesci killed in Goodfellas? How does Ray Liotta, Henry Hill, describe it? Because of Billy Batts. Billy Batts was a made guy. You can't do that, right? They got to make it stick. You set an example. If you allow somebody to kill a made guy, then what happens? Then people start, I can do anything. So you got to set an example sometimes. So the convention center. Now, the audit's not going to put the place out of business. An audit, which should be done on a regular basis. And by the way, they, they go through. They're a normal business. They do have their books checked. They do a bookkeeping. It's not about that. This comes back to Mattiello threatening extortion-style gangster through Montanaro. <coughs> if something happens to Demers, I'm going to put an enema up your behind. Boom. They put in motion that Demers is going to be banged out of there. And what do they do? Can you? I mean, December 23rd. I love the fact that Senate President Dominic Ruggiero, who has nothing to do with this, by the way. He doesn't, to his credit. You know, some people use the nickname on him. Notice I don't. He and I are on opposite side of the issues. He is not like that. He's not like Mattiello and this other stuff. He doesn't operate that way. He doesn't have to. I mean, he's the real thing. His father was the real thing. But my point is, this audit. Is retribution for Demers. Period. End of story. I'm so mad at that Patricia Morgan for clouding the water. The Republican Party is exactly right. This stuff needs to be exposed. And there's a lot there. And there's a soap opera element to it that a lot of people would probably like. And I don't know. Um, I feel, I don't know. I don't know what I, I don't know enough about that woman, Amanda, that somehow is mixed. Good morning, Kathy Santos. Is also mixed up in this whole thing. But I commend the Republican Party and Susie Yankee for going after him. And Attorney General Pina Narona, he needs to get involved. You, you can't have this. You, you, you can't. Oh, my goodness. I just saw a tweet. <laughs> you know how um, Patrick Anderson of the Journal just tweeted out. You know, Governor Raimondo just wants to hand um, IGT the no-bid contract and Don Schweitzer, right? And Schweitzer's team last year pulled in a record. How about this for fundraising? For the Democrat Governor Association with Don Schweitzer, $44 million last year. That's a record. That's one way to do it. No question about it. I'll play the channel um, 12 story. 766-1380. No, there's, there's a problem. And there's a real problem. And I get, you know, a lot of what's going on right now is a lot of people are saying, like, where's the exit? Right? They're not saying people are, and, and good people are saying, I, I, this can't be fixed. This can't be fixed. Blake Filippi, Channel 12 reporting, confirms he wasn't informed about the unusual order of the convention center, even though it was done in the name of the Assembly's Administration Committee. You know, here's what we know. Montanaro, they're not very bright guys, right? What's the line with uh, Deep Throat and all the president's men? The truth is they're not very smart guys, and things got out of control, and that's what's going here. Montanaro is a goon, and he's got his hand in everything. 
Folks, it is a free-for-all of a, of a grab bag. It is. That is true about the sun, Bob. Uh, 766-1380. To the phones we go. Good morning. You're up on the John DePietro Show. Hello. Hey, John. How you doing today? Very well. Go right ahead. You know, John, I was doing some thinking. I remember the good old days when you had a Corvette, you had a fancy truck. You were getting those massive vehicles. Did you miss when you were up on... <laughs> Hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. Paul Massey is a very, very valued, uh, very, very valued client. I love them. But they're doing fantastic. There's another Rhode Island success story. Go ahead. Hello. Nope. Not there. All right. 766-1380. You can call back. Uh, let's see. 367-49. They're welcome to call back. All right, 766-1380, 766-1380. Folks, if you are looking, uh, psychic medium Jody Lynn coming up. Psychic medium Jody Lynn in studio at noon. And then also that blockbuster story about drinking water. We're going to talk about that at 1. That is a very, very serious story. I want to remind you about Immortal Seats. Immortal Seats. I think with my um, Facebook this way, I don't think you're going to be able to... Don't see it correctly. But anyhow, I'll still hold it up. Immortal Seats. Call them today at 888-933-SEAT. 888-933-7328. Immortal Seats. Download the free app and also find their Facebook page and online, immortalseats.com. Michael in North Providence, he has the office right on Smith Street. No fee. The price you see, that's the price you pay with Immortal Seats. And you get to see the view right from the ticket. Would you like good tickets to see the Celtics or the Bruins or maybe the Super Bowl or Taylor Swift or Kenny Chesney or any big show or Motley Crue? Immortal Seats. 888-933-SEAT. 888-933-7328. Download the free app. Type in promo code 30OFF. 30 off. Promo code 30 OFF. 30 off. Immortal seats. It's John DePietro, 766 Now coming up, I am going to play the Channel uh, 12 story. This situation with Matty Yellow is still developing a lot more ahead on the John DePietro show. Do you own and operate a small business and you rely on communicating with your employees while they're out in the field? Well, if you do, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. This is Sal with T-Mobile for Business, and I encourage you to reach out to me today at 401-332-0000. This is a perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Right now, we have unlimited plans with unlimited talk, text, and data. With no contract, great deals on iPhones and Samsungs, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Stop wasting money. Call me for a free consultation at 401-332-0000. Again, 401-332-0000. Stop wasting money with your current cell phone carrier. Call me today, Sal with T-Mobile for Business, 401-332-0000. Paul Massey Chevrolet, you get the lowest price guaranteed every day with Rhode Island's only true one price on our exciting lineup of Chevrolets. Paul Massey's one price plus true car equals our best price guaranteed, and it's only at Paul Massey, Rhode Island's number one Chevrolet dealer. Lease a 2020 Equinox LS front-wheel drive for only $179 a month for 39 months with $29.88 due at signing. Buick GMC South is New England's number one Buick dealer and Rhode Island's number one GMC dealer. Get the lowest price anywhere. Paul Massey's one price plus true car equals our best price. Guaranteed. Lease a 2020 Terrain SLE front wheel drive for only $198 a month for 39 months with $24.88 due at signing. Great selection, top notch service, and the lowest one price only at Paul Massey. Well, folks, remember, sorry about that, everybody, after you live, a little bit of an adventure with the angle. Good morning. Uh, very good morning to our former governor. Look at that. Don Kachiri tuning in. Governor, boy, do we miss you. Do we miss Governor Don Kachiri? Big time. That's when the state at least was on the right path. Folks, remember, if you ever find yourself in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body at 272 3340 272 
3340 for West Fountain Auto Body. It's Kenny. It's Patricia. It's your vehicle. They will appear your vehicle. Showroom-like condition. West Fountain Auto Body. 272-3340. 272-3340 for West Fountain Auto Body. You are listening to the John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. All right, folks, and we're back on this Friday. Good morning, one and all. Here I am. It's Juan. It's John DePietro. This portion of the program is brought by Courts Plumbing of Cumberland. Do you need a plumber? Do you have an emergency? Maybe for your drain or your pipes? Call Victor Courts. Courts Plumbing of Cumberland. 401-714-8478. 401-714-8478. Family-run business over 20 years serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's Victor Courts and Courts Plumbing of Cumberland. A psychic medium, Jody Lynn, coming in studio next hour with your phone calls. Right now, though, back to the phone, 766-1380. Talk about the Mattiello, Speaker Mattiello controversy. Good uh, good morning. You're up on the John DePietro Show. Hello. Good morning, John. This is Steve calling. How are you, sir? Very good, Steve. Happy Friday. Go right ahead. Oh, happy Friday. Happy Sunday Friday to you, my friend. Thank you. Um, John, um, I, I heard you talking about some of the... Um, the controversy about uh, growers' licenses and things like that for marijuana, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, big time. Okay. John, um, you do realize that these are most likely um, licenses that just allow you to grow the product, okay? Um, we've had a couple of uh, similar situations here in, in Woonsocket um, where there's a gentleman um, who's come in front of the city council um, asking for uh, a couple of spaces um, in one of our older mills, okay? And I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's still pending. But, John, I think the important point here is it is basically just a grower's license, okay? It doesn't have anything to do with resale or retail because in Rhode Island, uh, retail sales of marijuana is illegal, Okay. So any product that this grow uh, grow facility puts into the market uh, will basically just go to what's called medical marijuana. You know? For now. For now. Exactly. For now. That's right, John. Um, and, and now, does the, do these growers know something that's on the horizon where Rhode Island may now legalize marijuana, uh, such as uh, Massachusetts? Um, I'm not sure if Connecticut, um, but I know I know for a fact Massachusetts has legalized it. You know, due to the fact that they have retail outlets in, you know, right over the border here in uh, in Uxbridge and you know a, a couple of other you know a couple of other cities. Um, so does someone know if they're going into the retail growing industry uh, in Rhode Island that they may know that somehow or somewhere. That, that retail marijuana shops may open uh, in Rhode Island, you know? Well, of so. course they do. I mean, and they're betting on it. And that's why that's why the governor has been talking about this should be a lottery for who gets assigned. But I can tell you that right now, uh, in different parts of the state, and for some reason it seems to be centered like on Jefferson Boulevard, you have people literally investing millions because they fully expect to be awarded, uh, as you say, one of the growers' licenses which then you know if you have that and then it's limited and then the shops have to buy from there and then in conjunction with that then you get a shop they they are expecting a windfall of of million and i mean millions of dollars the corruption is absolutely rife steve why would you spend five million dollars on something that that you you may or may not get the license, right? Why why would you spend that kind of money unless you are one hundred percent positive that you were going to get one of the licenses? What what license are you talking about, John? The grow. The I license. already said that the grow operation. No, 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 John. The grow operation does not have anything to do with the retail operation. You're you're wrong. You're missing it. You don't no, understand. No, no, Hold John, on. Listen I to me. Not. Listen to me. You're not listening. Okay. okay. You're not okay. listening. I'm not nope. saying that right now, I'm not saying that right now, 
that they, of course we don't have retail, but one becomes the next. The first thing to do is nail down the grow operation. The next uh, phase, phase two, if you will, will be the retail operation. It goes hand in hand. So I understand that. Yes, it's not legal. We don't have selling it. But if you can uh, eliminate the competition and have the grow operation, you then graduate into a retail license, of which they oh, then God. expect that it would become legal. All of the state reps, uh, up to Ruggiero, Mattiello, um, Raimondo, said that they will not pass a retail law in Rhode Island. Well, Raimondo wants to. That is true. Raimondo well, wants I to. Well, Rogerio said he was dead set again. I, I understand that. I get that. But listen, if, if you want something, if you want something, right, there's no benefit in coming out and saying you're for it. If I want, if you want, Steve, $1 million, and I haven't, and if you grant me, if you say I'm in favor of doing this for Steve, are you going to give me the $1 million? Uh, hold on. John, I'll just I'll answer the question, okay, because I, I don't okay. think you're following it. There's no, there, 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 there's no money in saying you're in favor of something. There's no money in that. There's no money to be made. They don't decide things on personal belief. They decide things on where they're going to reap the most money. Now, if, if, if I say I am against legalization of marijuana, what am I really saying? I am saying... Unless I am given one million in cash, I am against legalization of marijuana. Now, you have the million and you have the marijuana you want to sell. If I say I think you should be allowed to sell it and we're going to legalize it, you are not going to give me the one million in cash that I'm demanding. But if I say I'm against it, now you have to make it worth my while. Now do you follow? I do. I do. I do, John, but I'll tell you what. Um, I don't think you follow it. I don't think you follow it. So it's well, you're, you're looking at it as that somehow it's steeped in principle that they're against it. That's not how decisions are made. It's based, it's based on what is going to reap the most money. That's what it's about. If, if, I want, if, if they want to introduce gambling, and you and I own a casino, and we say... If the speaker is in favor of the gambling, we're going to get our casino. As a matter of fact, we have $1 million in cash that we're willing to pay him off if he will say he's in favor of the casino. If he says, I'm also in favor of the casino, well, then we're not going to give him the $1 million in cash. However, if he says, I'm against it, so you may want to change my mind, now we're open for business. Oh, now, now, okay. Now I, now I get what you're saying. Yes. If okay. they say they're in favor of legalizing it, who would pay them any money? Nobody. Oh. No one would pay them any money like that. It's all that you always come out of the box and say either you're undecided or you're against it. That's what it comes down to. You know, and I've, I've John, given. Go saying, ahead. They've been saying this for two or three years. Yeah, because they're still not I mean, coming up to the money they want. Because the well, weed guy uh, started low, and the weed guy started with, how about if we give you 250000 what do they say? I'm against it. All right, we'll give you 500000 I'm against it. We'll give you a million. I'm against it. So it's a matter of, it's, it's high-low. It's the number. What is the number in cash that they want? Maybe it's $2 million in cash. Maybe it's $3 million in cash. Uh, John, this, but there's yeah, a number there. That's what you have I, to focus on. I, I understand what you're saying, John, but if this is, if this is the extent that the Rhode Island government has come to, John, this is, I mean, maybe we, maybe we need to bring in some federal prosecutors here. <laughs> well, you, know? you start with the FBI. Thank you for the call, Steve. I mean, I try to explain that. It's, it's nothing to do with principle. Zero. They don't have any principles. It's just all a money grab. All right, I want to play. This is the Channel 12 piece, timing the unusual convention center audit, suspicious. It goes beyond suspicious. It's, it's extortion. And that's the way they operate. That's absolutely the way that they operate. That's why that was done like that. All right, let me um, pull up. Why is this thing giving me problems? 766-1380. I, I understand what Steve is saying. 
I do. But you, you can't look at it. See, I, I don't believe... Um, hold on just one, one moment, and then I will play it. This, this comes down to the amount of money that's going to be involved with those licenses. That's what they want. And you wouldn't be spending that kind of money. You wouldn't. All right, here we go. Investigator Tim White is here now with what he's learned. One of the convention center officials under scrutiny is James Demers, a former state police captain known to be close to House Speaker Nicholas Mattiello. Best friend. This letter was hand-delivered to the convention center two days before Christmas. Auditor General Dennis Hoyle writes he was directed by the Joint Committee on Legislative Services to conduct a performance audit of the convention center examining the administrative functions, purchasing finance, and personnel. The Joint Committee is the General Assembly's administrative arm led by Frank Montanaro, a member of Mattiello's inner circle. The letter comes as the convention center is dealing with a major personnel matter. Target 12 has learned the director of security, James Demers, and another executive have been placed on administrative leave. General Manager Larry Lepore referred all questions to the corporation that manages the convention center, ASM. A vice president did not return a call. But James McCarville, the head of the quasi-public agency that owns the facilities, told Target 12 they are ASM's employees. It's their job to deal with it. As far as I know, they are going to deal with it. McCarville says he is aware Demers and Mattiello are friendly. Asked if he is concerned about any connection between the audit and the personnel matter. McCarville tells Target 12 he can't assign a motive, but they're cooperating fully. In response to multiple questions about the audit, Mattiello spokesperson Larry Berman emailed a one-sentence statement reading, Information was received that indicated an audit was appropriate. A call to Demers' attorney was not immediately returned. With the Target 12 investigators, Tim White, Eyewitness News. Total lie. Totally inappropriate. It's extortion. It's a shakedown. It's gangster tactics. It needs to be revealed. And Matty Yellow threatened, threatened the convention center that if anything happens to Demers, they'd be hell to pay. Good morning, Roseanne Lynn. And there's Mary. All right, folks, we're going to pick this up a little bit later into the program. Some other stories we're going to talk about. Now, next uh, hour in studio... Psychic medium Jody Lynn, if you would like to talk to her, if you would like to connect with someone that has crossed over, you can jump on the line now, 766-1380, 766-1380. You can email me, john at petro.com. Over the next uh, couple of days, though, we will have more information on this Mattiello story, folks. This is, this is as bad as it gets. These guys are goons. This is extortion. It should not be allowed. Uh, I don't know exactly where this is going to lead, but something needs to be done. You can't have them operating the way they operate without question, period. It's wrong. It's bad for business. You know, there is a absolute pattern here. But if Nerona gets involved, there are enough people that will say that this is uh, complete abuse of power without question. All right. Next hour, though, psychic medium Jody Lynn, if you'd like to talk to her. Dial 766-1380, 766-1380. You can email me, john at petro.com. We're going to break, quickly break for the 12 o'clock news and then come right back. Psychic medium Jody Lynn on the John DePetro Show. WNRI and W236CW1Socket, 1380 AM and 95.1 FM.